Come on. He is strong. He is powerful. He is Tim Keen. He is digital marketing expert, the co-founder of Loop Club. Welcome, Tim, to Lifeblood Thanks. Brand. Thank you, George. What an intro. Wow. I, I, mean, I don't get called that in my day-to-day. <laughs> it's always good to come on the show, get a little uh, get a little boost. So, Tim, tell, exactly. us a little, yeah. <laughs> tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So, two years ago, I got my first full-time job in my life, and now I own, two years from now, from that, I own an agency, and we did about 140k this month um will will remain a six-figure monthly agency probably forever now so we grew extremely extremely fast but prior to that i had no digital marketing experience at all i'd never done this before i was in a rock band i was the drummer in a touring rock band and i like figured out that i needed to make money because i was the drummer in a touring rock band you don't (laughs) make any money that way it's fun but yeah it's just not it's not a career so i like started learning how to sell stuff online i like started building Shopify stores, building WooCommerce stores, like trying to sell stuff and kind of worked my way up, did a little freelancing, went into an agency and basically somehow compressed like what would normally be like 10 years of career into the last, I want to say two and a half, three years. Um, going, made my first dollar online. I think it was January 22nd, three years ago, 2019, I, I guess that would be 2018. Um, and then from here, it's just been just been, been upwards, absolutely crazy upwards turn. And since COVID, with this, my agency has grown significantly. We are now, I think, nine full timers. Might be ten by the end of the week. And we've hired a bunch of people who also have no experience in digital marketing, who were in bands, who were tour managers, who were doing all this stuff, and we've kind of figured out how to train people uh, and turn or get get people into this career really, really quickly. So. It's been a fun. It's been a wild ride. I'm uh, looking forward to standing up, going outside, but definitely <laughs> like, <laughs> definitely like, no digital marketing from from the bottom to the top, and and got into it. I think for the same reason that a lot of listeners would have, which is I needed to make some money. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. What is it about digital marketing that 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 you enjoy, or why and and or why why do you think you're finding success there? Um, it's, that's a great question. I think it's because I am already addicted to the internet. I'm so I, I have the perfect, the, the perfect, like middle of the Venn diagram is, are you already, are you already addicted to the internet? Are you like kind of gamer? I'm not a gamer. I don't really play computer games, but digital marketing feels to me like, did you ever play those math games when you were a kid? You were playing, like, you'd like have a little character and you kind of run around and then you have to like solve a puzzle and then if you get the math game right, you get to the next level. It's like number cr- you, number crunchers? Yeah, that, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it feels so much like that to me. Like uh. you're running around, you have to gain, you gain another skill, get through a different math problem, and then you get to the next level and you have to learn another skill. And if you like that, if you like just learning really, really, really fast and constantly the feeling of leveling up, leveling up there's infinite, you can just keep going. So that becomes a very addictive quality and that allows you to get deep really quickly. I think the other thing that's helped me a lot or that has made it, helped me find success is is just communication. Like there are a lot of 
people who get into this industry who take a long time to be able to communicate what they're doing to clients. Hmm. And I, I'm just, I've, I just have enough experience talking to people and I like talking to people. I think that's the other thing. Like, so when I get on client call or when I am talking to someone and trying to explain my work, it's relatively easy for me to be like, this is what I did. This is where it's working. This is where it's not working. This is what we're going to investigate. And the reality of this job is it's not actually that hard. Like there's the stuff that you do. There's no, like, people always talk about like data science stuff like that like <laughs> it's in there but it's like it's the tiny sliver of the work that you do like most most of your work is is comprehensible by anyone who has used computers before it's more about being able to explain it to people and i think that's made a that's been a really really rapid helped me grow very quickly just being able to convince my clients and be able to be able to demonstrate results and then show my clients how i'm getting results yeah well that certainly does make sense um and data science and stuff like that. I, I think I think within every industry, certainly the financial industry, which is which is where I spend most of my time, it's an, it's an industry which is based on an illusion of skill, and that illusion is created by people who are interested in keeping it complex so that their clients rely on them for hopefully ho- hopefully forever from uh, their perspective, and so. Hearing that digital marketing really isn't that hard. It's it's a matter of once once you sort of figure it out, then 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 you're able to do it, and your ability to articulate that to people uh, is 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 a differentiator. And I certainly appreciate that. So, for people who are sort of scratching their head and they say, "Gosh, it seems like it's 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 immense and it's always changing, and there's so many different ways to do it." How do you how how do you talk to people who are in that situation? Yeah, that's I would say that's the the most common thing that I experience, which is that it's kind of analysis paralysis mm. and analysis paralysis. And then also that there are too many different options. There are too many different things that you could be working on and it's hard to determine which one you should do next. And each one costs money. If you're going to test something that costs you money, if you're going to test another thing, that's also going to cost you money. So you, you get into this situation where people are like, ah, oh, I don't want to test anything. Like it's all going to cost me money. I, I just, I just don't, uh, and you, and you don't do anything. And I think, (laughs) (laughs) and that, that's a really dangerous situation for, for an entrepreneur or for someone trying to grow a business, because what, all you have to do is just be like, oh, this might cost me a little bit bit of money. It might not work. And then you just do one thing (laughs) and then, and then you are reacting. Then all of a sudden you're reacting to the success or failure of that thing. Doesn't work. You're like, oh no. Okay. Now I'm out 40 bucks that I spent on this plugin. How am I going to get the 40 bucks back? I need to do another thing. I'm going to figure this other thing out. So you invest time and energy in learning the next thing. And then you kind of work your way through things and you commit more fully to the idea. And then you will find something that works. Like I said, like it's not rocket science. Like there's no, like, eventually you'll just find something that works. And when I say works, like the methods that you use to run ad, like there's different methods of getting new customers, like Facebook ads, Google ads, Instagram marketing, TikTok, all of these things are protocols that you can learn to be better at. You can, you can, you can get a sense, you can get an intuitive sense of how to do it. You can get instructions on how to do it. Uh, there is a relatively straightforward standard protocol that you run every time you do these things. It's just difficult to access the information for the first time. But in just trying and testing and being reactive to what you see, even in your own failure, it makes it very, very easy to keep moving. 
This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. That 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 certainly does make sense. So, um, in terms of how 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 you counsel people to figure out, okay. Is it first of what are we trying to accomplish? I would like more of this or more exposure. What is what is kind of the starting point? Great. I would say that the, the starting point is usually taking a look at where you're at in your business because people are at all different kinds of places. So if you're if you have a business and you have traction already, if you have a product, if you're most of our clients are e-commerce products, they're selling products online. And so there's really like a, a bifurcation, like people who have do not have traction and people who have reliable, predictable order flow. And that's that's a huge difference. It's way, way harder to get from zero orders to 20 orders than it is from 20 orders to 100 orders. So that's my, my first question is usually like, are people already buying the thing? Do they already like it? Do you already have an offer that converts? Is it compelling to people? And once you answer that question, you kind of go down two different roads. So most of the clients that we take into our agency, exclusively, the clients we take into our agency, they answer yes to that question. We already have a product, we know what works, we have a predictable sales model and we're trying to scale. We're trying to, to, to add zeros on the end of all of our efforts. And that's relatively easy. That becomes a question of like, okay, what channels do you activate on? How much money do you have to spend? How much money do you need to see back? It's, it's a math problem. If you are in the earlier stage where you're like, okay, I have, I have an idea or I have a desire to make money online or I have like a few things or I have like kind of a website, we have a couple of purchases. It's a little bit of a different story and that's where you get closer to this. It's closer to coaching or it's closer to um, kind of just getting in the weeds with the person and being like, okay, what are people actually looking for? What have your customers said about this? Um, how are they feeling about it? What what acquisition channels have worked for you in the sense of like, have people come in organically from Instagram? Have people come in from uh, Google? Like, is there something that we can double down on that will show a return quickly or that will give us insight into what we should do next? And it's much more of like, you're going into the dark with someone and, and you're hoping that the outcome is, is what you want it to be, but you know it's gonna take a little while. But I think that separation, it's like, do you have maybe not product market fit, but like traction or not traction that determines what you do next. Yeah. That seems like a, a pretty, that, that seems very logical that that's an important differentiator right there because there's just a lot more work to be done probably to figure out if, if what you have is really viable in the first place. And, you know, once you do have your 20 or 50 or whatever it is, you sort of understand and have a better sense of how to actually sell it and, and who it's a good foot for and all, and all those things. But until you get there, there's probably a lot more work to be done. Um, what do you wish that more people asked you? That's a good question. I think, yeah, wow, that's a great question. I think... I think how, I mean, we're starting to see this a little bit. I think I think I would love if more people asked me kind of how to do it themselves. I, we, we definitely see a lot of people come through the agency looking for, oh, can I, can you just run, can you run marketing start to finish? 
and we've we're seeing and, and they want to hand off marketing but there's a lot of advantages in learning to do this yourself there's there's a huge amount of advantages you you understand uh the infrastructure of the internet you understand like how what facebook and google are as properties and how they work and how to leverage them um, you understand like the basic kind of technology that the, the world we live in is built on so i think if you're if for, for founders or for early stage founders i think i would love more people to ask me like how do i just do this myself can i do the first stage of this how can i can i learn to do this quick and then hand this off to you that would be really cool yeah, I appreciate that. And when somebody would ask you that, say, you know, I'm interested in in selling a course, uh, course online, is there something I really ought to focus on? Is it Facebook ads? Is it Google AdWords? What? How, how would you counsel somebody just getting started there who does want to maybe learn part of that themselves? Yeah, I'm actually, so we've been building our course. We've been building a course now. So I'm, this is really top of mind for me. It is, I would start before you even get to the channel. I would think more broadly than is this, is Facebook ads or Google ads going to be the right channel for me? Because yes, they will work for you. They're, they are very, very predictably effective channels. But what I would think much more about is what is the offer that you're making to people? Um, is it valuable to them? And how can you validate? that that offer is going to be valuable to them. When I say validate, I mean proof. Like, do you have testimonials? Do you have case studies? Do you have, what are the specifics of the thing that you will do for this person that you can tell them about, that they can tangibly be like, when I have done this, I will get this, this, and this. Here are the things that I will get. I will get this piece of knowledge. I will get this piece of information. I will get access to this channel. I will get X, X, X. Like, People make very people make purchasing decisions based on what they're going to get out of it, <laughs> and mm -hmm. I, what what we what we see a lot is uh, half finished customer journeys. So what that means is to get someone to do something online, you have to really really lay out every step, and it's a linear path. It's not actually a linear pathway, but you can think about it like that. So someone clicks an ad. Then they have to read a website. Just say you're enrolling someone in your course. First of all, they have to look at your ad and stop in the feed. Mm -hmm. Then they have to click that. Then they have to go to the website. Then they have to enter their email. Then they have to check the email and get it, check the confirmation email. Then they have to potentially sign up for a webinar, attend the webinar, like what you said in the webinar. All those things have to happen in order. They all have to go right. And then you have to take someone's money at the end. You have to complete the purchase. So if there's one step in that chain that's that's broken, none of it will work. And the place where people underinvest is the offer, the landing page, and the overall flow of what value am I offering people at each stage. So you want to make sure, especially if you're a course seller, if you're trying to sell a course, you really want to make sure that you're offering genuine value to people at every single stage of that funnel. So that means that the information that you get on the landing page is useful and relevant. The information in the videos is, is timely and actionable. It should feel like you're giving away a little bit of free information to people. It should feel like you're giving more than you're comfortable with because that will create like a reciprocity and a feeling like, oh, okay, this person does know what they're talking about. I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to give my email address. I'm going to find out what else they know. I'm going to get 
further down that funnel. And then simplifying the language that used to do that and simplifying the customer experience do all of those things and then think about the channel because then the channel is going to work by the time you come to facebook you're fine like you've already solved all the problems you just make a nice ad and put up the page and you'll probably get sales i love it that is good stuff right there for sure and that that certainly i mean if i didn't know anything about digital marketing which is essentially where i am but thinking about the starting point for that um and it probably is helpful just just for me listening to you talk, understanding what the good old fashioned sales process was, right? I needed to get somebody's attention somehow, and I would need to explain it to them back then, face to face or over the phone, and then present once I have the information and understand what they want to accomplish, and then accept the money and and everything else. So it's not totally different when we're doing it virtually. It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Starting to do sales and really being being in sales for a little bit and, and having that experience of bringing people through a purchasing journey has been extremely, extremely helpful for my marketing career. Because exactly, you start to understand what each step in this process is actually doing. And I think something that people lose often, which you want to come back to, is that it's not you're not making this stuff for an algorithm. Even though people read data or you look at, like we're used to looking at kind of boards of data or aggregated data in tables, you're making this content for other humans to look at and respond to. If you think about it like that, the data will look better. <laughs> It'll look great. That's an awesome, awesome tip or thought right there is that you're not making this for the algorithm. You're making it for the actual human being who's going to be looking at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you'll start, once you get on the phone with customers, that becomes immediately apparent. Like you talk to a customer and you're like, and they'll be like, oh yeah, I read that thing on your landing page. And when you're writing the landing page, you're like, oh, I, I didn't even think that someone would read that. But <laughs> no, like, <laughs> it's real. Someone will read it and respond to it. Yeah. That's awesome. Tim, people are ready for your difference making tip, even though you've already given us a bunch. What do you have for them? Uh, I said this the other day when I was talking to another digital marketer and, and she agreed with me. And it's if you if you're thinking, if you're like as you go about this and you if you feel yourself getting into too analytical a framework, if you're spending more than 10, 15 minutes on a decision like you're doing it wrong, <laughs> you're not doing the thing. Just do whatever, just literally make a random decision or just make your best judgment and then just move on to the next thing. Like nothing has helped me more in this profession than speed just speed 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 all day and you get you'll make better decisions eventually if you make more decisions now that's really the only way to do it well i think that, that is great stuff that definitely gets come on come on tim thank you so much for coming on where can people learn more about you how can people engage with you uh, you can check out our agency's website on www.loop.club or you can go to my LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash in slash Tim dash Keen, K-E-E-N. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Tim your appreciation and share it today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to loop.club. That's L-O-O-P dot C-L-U-B. Find Tim on LinkedIn as well. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Tim. Thank you so much. And until next time. Keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.